confession, thanksgiving, and now supplication. I want to just give a little uh, exhortation and teaching on uh, supplication, how to pray for needs. And I'd like to read Philippians 4, beginning in verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I'll tell you, that verse could really transform many of our lives, couldn't it? If we just live that one verse out. But let me point out a few things. Notice, be anxious for nothing, pray for everything. Is there some correlation between not being anxious about anything and praying for everything? This verse would say so. What does that mean? Well, notice that in the verse, it has three kinds of prayers that it describes. It says, first of all, just prayers, which is a general word for talking with God, Petitions, uh, this is a more specific word. This is to, it means to entreat, to call out, to shout to God and ask for help. And then requests. And we all know what a request is, don't we? It's when you ask for something. Okay, so prayers, entreaties, and requests. And Paul adds that all of these ought to be done in a spirit of thanksgiving. So as we seek to battle the human tendency to be afraid and anxious about the things of life and the, the, the meanderings of, of, of life, God's solution is not for us to worry and to fret, but rather to pray. And that prayer and what prayer produces is far better than what worry and anxiety produces. Now, I got some of your attention because this is really a big struggle for us, isn't it? Fear versus faith. Anxiety versus prayer. Which is better? Well, the Bible says here that God has a plan for his people as it relates to the realities of living in a fallen world. When there are many things that we struggle with and things that we need, God's solution is this. Ask me for it. You can see it yourself in the verse. Ask me for it. It is perfectly legitimate to go to God and to make requests of him. Now, sometimes we can feel a little awkward about that, although in our hearts it's what we really want to do, right? So we kind of, we do the acts thing. Okay, adoration. God, I praise you. Confession, I'm a sinner. I need your grace. Thanksgiving, I am thankful for you. Supplication, Okay, now I've got a lot here, right? And so the percentages kind of skew to the supplication side because we have so many needs that we want to pray over. We can sometimes feel bad about that. I would say that we should do the others as well, but don't feel improper or irreverent or or, uh, ungrateful to make requests known unto God. He asks us to do it. And as we do it, we are to do it with thanksgiving. And I think this is part of the key, isn't it? When we have a request, no matter what it is, often it's something that we are not particularly thankful for, right? 
I'm not thankful for this pain in my side. And so I go to God and I say, God, remove the pain in my side. We rarely say, God, this pain, thank you, first of all, for it. That's hard to do, isn't it? Or maybe you have a pain in the neck. Ah. And we say, Lord, remove the pain in the neck, whoever that may be. But are we thankful for them? Because to be thankful is to acknowledge a few things that battle against anxiety. That God is sovereign and God is good. I remember when I was a kid, you know, they say the first memory of your life typically is sometime when you were afraid as a kid. And I would bet that probably is true for many of us. The very first thing you ever remember in your life, a time when you were afraid. For me, one of my very first memories is when my, uh, my dad took me to some retreat, men's retreat, something like that at this camp, and the camp was located on a lake, and my dad carried me in his arms out on the dock. It had this little slender, rickety dock, out in long dock, out into the lake. And I remember feeling terror in my heart because I looked around and all I saw was water, and I shouted, Daddy, don't drop me. Daddy, don't drop me. I was so afraid. It's one of the first memories of my whole life. What was I doing in that moment? Why was fear uh, taking hold of me? I was questioning something about my dad, right? Number one, is he strong enough to hold me? And secondly, does he love me enough to want to continue to hold me and to not drop me? His love and his goodness, and his strength. And so many of our anxieties revolve around those fears, don't they? Is God strong enough to help me? Is God good enough to come to my aid? Does he love me enough to, uh, to rescue me and to help me? And we cry out to God questioning these things. And this is how prayer fights against anxiety at its root. If God is good and if God is sovereign, then that means that I can trust him. And when I'm trusting in God, anxiety goes down, right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's that teeter-totter thing again. When my trust in God is high, my anxiety is low. When my trust in God is low, my anxiety about my life is high. And what prayer does, prayer is how God in our heart elevates his goodness and his power and his love into my own experience, and it fights against anxiety. And so one of the reasons that God calls us to pray and to make our requests known unto him is so that we can live by faith and not by fear. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. I'm so glad it doesn't say cast some of your prayers upon him for he cares for you. Or cast the easy ones upon him, for he cares for you. It doesn't say that, does it? What does it say? Cast all your cares. The big ones, the small ones. You ever hear kids pray? Isn't it great when kids pray? They have no sense of scale in their prayers. Everything is open territory to go to God about, right? Their pet, their sister, you know, the rain outside. I think they've got something on us adults when it comes to praying. 
all your cares, cast them to him and know that he cares for you. And the fruit of that, it says, is the peace of God. This is the opposite of anxiety, which surpasses all understanding, the text says. And this peace is, it's not that objective peace like Romans 5.1, we have peace with God through justification. It is that subjective peace that we long for in our heart, that sense that all is right, that sense that I can trust the Lord. One commentator says, peace is the smile of God reflected in the soul of the believer. It is the heart's calm after Calvary's storm. It is the firm conviction that he who spared not his own son will surely also along with him freely give us all things. Peace. So the call of Scripture is, rather than to fret about things and to be anxious about things, pray about them and make your requests known unto God. Any care, any concern, make that request to the Lord. And know that our Heavenly Father cares about us. He listens to us. When we come in Jesus' name, when we come as his child, God hears our prayers. Which just, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? That the God of heaven hears the prayers of his people. Amazing. Again, another motivation. Why don't we pray more? If God hears our prayers and he's the right guy to be talking to, we probably ought to talk to him more than we do. Indeed. So I want to encourage us to be bold prayers. Be bold in our requests. Go to him and, and, and make that request known unto him. But do so measured as Jesus did in the garden. Lord, if there's any way for this cup to pass from me, may it be so. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And that has to be our bottom line, isn't it? Okay? I am not God, and I'm not the measure of goodness. I remember years ago, I heard a man that was, he was three months from dying, and he was traveling around, and he was speaking to these men's groups. We had a little men's Bible study on a Friday morning, and here he came in, and he said, I'm going to die. I'll be dead in three months. And he said, and what I want to tell you is that I struggled with Romans 8, 28, uh, which uh, says that God has uh, a purpose to, to do, actually, I, I'm, bl- I'm blanking on it right now. Help me. We know in all things, yes. That, thank you. I'm ad living here. I don't have it in front of me. We know that in all things, God works together for good for those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. And he said, I struggled with that because I don't see how dying with cancer is good. And he said, but then I realized that I don't get to define what good is. God is the definition of good. And I'm okay with that. That's the sense of it. We make our requests known unto God. We don't make demands. Because we are not God. He is God. And when I come thankful, and when I come prayerful, God in his love delights to give to me the resources that I need, and that may be acting in accordance with my request. But at the very least, it always means peace. And that sense that God is in control. So let us pray. And we're going to pray, uh, we're going to pray right now, and I'm going to ask everybody to stand, and let's put those house lights up just a little bit if you would. Would you